Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on transformationtalkradio.com. Welcome, welcome, Transformation Talk Radio listeners. I'm Ellen Stewart. I am the pushy broad from the Bronx, and I am coming to you today with the illustrious Dr. Pat. Yeah, boy. I think we're going to kick this up a little bit. Um, the, the, we know that these are extraordinary times. I mean, we know it. But we're not telling the whole story of what people are really going through, uh, what they're struggling through. And certainly I think what you've really brought to the forefront early on is outside of financial relief and all the other relief that's out there that you have to fill out a form about, what's really going on in families right now? Oh, wow. I have done so many shows, uh, my podcast during the week, and we are just visiting how people are reacting to this emotional situation. Not only are we in fear for our lives and, 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 and living in the time of COVID-19, but, but how it's affecting us on every level emotionally. Um, and we're really having a, a very difficult time of it. I wanted to bring to everybody's attention how much Americans are turning to alcohol to combat the emotions of this serious disease. All of our fears, all of our anxieties, all of our ways to try to escape. And Dr. Pat, what I wanted to do in the beginning of this podcast was to draw to your attention some absolutely horrific statistics as to what's going on here, which is generating a whole other problem for us. Yeah. For instance, um, according to a very recent New York Post article, and this was even back in March when the epidemic was a little, um, was really kicking off on the West Coast, and now, of course, has come to the East Coast. But U.S. sales of alcoholic beverages have risen 55%. 55%. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that was that was March 21st. And you can imagine what's happening now. And hard liquor, hard liquor has been up 75% as compared to last year. 75% increase. Beer is up, uh, beer is up 42%, and wine sales are up 66%. It's an outstanding amount. And you see it everywhere, and you see people, you know, you know how they make fun, like on all of the late night talk shows, I'll just have a drink or I'm gonna drink. I mean. It's now part of the comedy routines and it's very disconcerting for people that are trying to stay clean and sober. Don't you see that outside? Don't you see the same things? I see the same thing. And I, and I also see um, 
what seems to be happening beyond all that for people that is not being reported. I mean, I think the numbers that you just brought to the forefront, right, um, have to do with these ideas of what are people doing to really pass their time? Uh, and what is it about what's happening that's causing some of the things being reported as completely understated? Do you know what I mean? Yes, I okay. see that all the time. I mean, we see so many things happening here. And one of the things is that, that they've deemed liquor sales an essential business. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And they've done that. They've done that for a variety of reasons. And one of those reasons is to prevent severe withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. You cannot just cut off liquor supplies to active alcoholics or people that are drinking because they will go into withdrawal and that will, the physical symptoms will be severe. And then they will have to go into a hospital, which of course people don't want to do at this moment, or they don't want to be, you know, they don't want to be detoxing at home from, from these situations, which is why all of the people that I'm working with, all of the treatment centers stay open. They are all opened and the detoxes are still accepting patients. And these are detoxes that are either affiliated with a hospital yeah. or detoxes that are separate standalone detoxes. These centers are open. And what no. everybody's concerned about is that after all of this is over, we're going to have more alcoholics and addicts than ever. Well, here's the thing. And I love you brought that up because this is, you know, this is a, a, a snapshot of what's happening inside either the family structure or the isolated structure of somebody that really cannot leave their house for any good place to go, but is really sitting there um, and is not going to work. So here, let's talk about the pattern of things for a moment. Now, you and I have been in this for a long time. What is it in terms of pattern that will keep somebody only drinking certain times a day? So let's start with that scenario. Number well, one, go ahead. work. Yes. Work. You go to work. You're not going to be sitting there all day. You go to work, right? What you do when you come home for work is different. So thing one is number one change in the environment in the environment is you're not going to work. That's right. That means you have no real restriction unless you have a family system where somebody in your family says you're not touching anything till five. So that's thing number one. Thing number two related to this is I was listening to a lawmaker the other day. I, I don't know what to call them. Congress people, law people, whatever they are that supposedly are representing us right now. And read a New York Times report uh, on this, Ellen. And the report came out either from the Times, I can't remember the exact, child abuse and neglect are plummeting. So what they're saying is, and, and I wrote them back and I said, how dare you use a headline that says reports of child abuse and neglect are plummeting? And I said, and to have that article in your, your paper then have a tagline, which nobody is really reading the second part, and that's not a good thing. I said, because, you know, as usual, 
we pick out a soundbite from something or an article from something and we say, wow, look at how well we're doing. Abuse and neglect are down. Yeah, just like you could talk about that from an alcoholic and drug perspective. And the answer is nobody is reporting them. They're not down. You know, people that are drinking have not stopped drinking. People that are using have not stopped using. I don't care what COVID-19 law you have that says people are not going out. Drug dealers are making house calls, folks. And we're just not talking about it. Yes, and that's absolutely true. And I really beg to differ with those that say uh, abuse and domestic violence has gone down because I know of cases where people are now in their homes yep. with that abusive person. So I would venture to say yep. that would be false. Well, the, but, the, the people that are available to report what you're talking about today and what I'm talking about today and things like abuse, they're not, they're not available to report. And exactly. so you, you have looked at this and looked very clearly at what is going on. You know, are we drinking our way through COVID-19? That's exactly What's your right. What's take on that? I absolutely know we are. I know we are because I'm talking. I'm at the front line. I am talking with the police chiefs. I am talking with the people in their homes. I'm getting those admissions calls to be placed. I am talking with my recovery clients saying, I need to speak to you more because I have to hold on here. Yeah. I have to hold on to my recovery because I'm in danger more than ever of losing it. I'm speaking to clients that may have five years, 10 years, 20 years clean and sober, but these are extraordinary times. We are up against environmental situations that are causing emotional stressors that we have never seen in our lives, ever. And yeah. I know what that is doing to us. And some of, some of these people no longer have jobs, or some of these people are in a situation where they're home with their kids all day long, and all of a sudden they're going, <laughs> they're going stir crazy, they don't know how to handle it, or they don't know how to to work out a structure of living at home and working at home. They're with their spouse all the time where there's no separation. They don't have enough outdoor time. They like to connect more with people. A myriad of things that is causing them to react in negative ways. And that's a very difficult situation for all of us. So yes, we are drinking our way through COVID-19, just like we're eating our way through COVID-19, just like we're gambling our way through COVID-19, just like we're video gaming our way through COVID-19. This is a perfect storm to breed more addicts and alcoholics. And that's what really concerns me. So what I have done in this situation is not only to assist, but to offer my services if you go on my website, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, I am offering a free 30-minute boost session for recovery recharge from the Pushy Broad from the Bronx to get you started. And I'm offering it free around the, the emotional effects of COVID-19. So you need to go to pushybroadfromthebronx.com, click on the link, and book a free 30-minute uh, Zoom session with me to get a, a start on this. Look, this is the thing that if we don't really get at what what is available and what really can help people, then it's hard to know what you don't know. And you and I have done shows before where we have said, you know, 
just because you know of that person that is now sitting home drinking their way through COVID-19, um, it doesn't mean there's not an action on your part to do. And this is the tricky time for people. This is where you literally have to pick up the phone and call somebody because if you're observing a friend, a family member, a neighbor, if you are observing that, right, that is a call for help. And we have to remember that people may not know where to go get help, even, even to have a conversation about, I don't know what to do. I'm not drinking, but you know what? I got three sons that are in the house drinking now. Exactly. And that is available to them as well. This 30-minute session is for everybody that is going through this kind of unusual behavior. How are you taking this out on yourself? Are you overeating? Are you watching somebody overeat? Are you watching somebody drink? Are you worried that your kids are vaping and their dealer is coming to the house and, and, and they're making drops and things like that? All of these things, all of these issues that come up during this circumstance. So yes, that 30-minute call is available not only to the suffering addict or alcoholic or the person that wants to stay in recovery, but the family member that really needs help right now because they're helpless. And they yeah. can't go outside for help. But treatment centers are taking people and they are doing mm -hmm. that in a hospital-like setting so that people should understand it's really important for you to know that the treatment centers are operating with hospital safety equipment, with masks, with gloves, with um, uh, PPE uh, protective uh, equipment so that if someone is going into treatment, they will be safe and they are not accepting patients that have the um, that test that are testing positive for COVID-19. So people need to understand that and come into treatment if you need it. That's a really important thing. And that's something I can help you with as well. People need to understand that detoxes are open. The residential treatment centers are open. And um, it's very easy for an addict or an alcoholic. I mean, this is a breeding ground as we talked about, you talked about that. The number one thing that addicts and alcoholics do is they drink or drug in isolation, right? Here I am, I'm, I'm alone. I, you know, I live by myself. I have people that are close by, but I live by myself. It's, it's a perfect breeding ground because nobody would know. I would be, you know, here for days and days and days. And, and I could, if I wanted to, get liquor delivered to me. I mean, what could be easier than that? Yeah. And yeah. it's a really, it's a, it's a danger. It really, really is. Yeah. I think one of the things we should talk about too, when we come back from break, unless we're going to skip the break is, you know, what are the underpinnings of this? Um, you know, the one thing that I mentioned to you before, what I'm really glad about is that for people that are suffering, they have now opened up the door for online meetings. And you know what I find fascinating about that is there are meetings that are happening now. We've gone through the, the Zoom issue. So Zoom stepped up their game. And so they said, hey, folks, you got to have password protected for whatever you're doing. You know, don't give these th these things out, you know, so, you know, here it is not as easy as before to participate in online. So right. you may not be able to get into, quote, a meaning, you, you know, here's the misconception. 
just because it is now okay to do online meetings for NA, OA, AA, any of the A's, now that somebody said, oh yeah, here's the thing. These organizations, which are basically funded by the people that go, they don't have the tools and the technology you and I have to simply let's flip it on, set up a meeting and, you know, let's off we go. These places are struggling to keep their facilities right now. That's right. So we think, oh, they got on. No, people are not getting access to what they need. That's right. That's exactly right. And um, I want to talk about that too. And I also want to talk about some of the other emotional issues that we go through and um, all of the things that we can do to stay clean and sober and also why people in recovery or in true recovery in many ways are having an easier time of this than people that are struggling. So that's a really good thing. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about that. All yeah. right. So do you want to go to a break or do you want to keep going? I think you should keep rolling. We'll go to break okay. at the half. Um, all right. Because oh, this is all tied to why are we drinking more? Why are we drinking more? Right. And, and- I, I think you gave out a few, few statistics from New York. I oh mean, national online sales are ridiculous. Oh, my God. I know, national so. online sales. 243%. When I saw that, wow. I thought it was a typo. Okay. I went back and checked it in three different places because I said to myself, no, 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 this can't possibly be. Maybe it was 20. I thought maybe there was supposed to be a period in there, like it was 24%, 243% up. You know how many active alcoholics that's reaching, correct? You yeah. know how easy that is. outpacing store sales, online sales are outpacing the store sales by 243%. I couldn't believe it. Alcohol delivery has gone up 300% to your door. Oh my God. It's dangerous. I'm so glad we're talking about this. (laughs) It makes me crazy. It makes me pushy broad. It really does. It's like, oh my God. Let's talk about the serious implications of this. And it really does tie back to what I said to you before, that that headline that came out of, I think it was Boston, where blah, 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 like abuse reports are down. I just want to say they should have had a different headline. You yes. know, their, 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 what do you call it? Punchline was, yes. yeah, the that's not good tagline. That's okay. not good news. But let's talk about what happens and what is underneath somebody that is drinking or using? We need to have that conversation because just because they're now, what is it, sheltering at home? Yes. What happens when the underpinnings of why someone drinks and uses are now left by themselves with those reasons and those reasons only and no way to get help. What happens here? What happens is the suicide hotline is ringing off the hook or they're they're going to die. 
I mean, there is no help for people that don't want help. I mean, we're talking about people that are distancing, people that are in isolation, people that are afraid, that are anxious, they're stressed. Maybe they have a job, maybe they don't have a job. They feel powerless, they feel alone, they feel angry, fearful, mad. They're mad at everything that's on TV. They're angry at everything they see. They're watching their money just disintegrate in the stock market. Everything's crashing. And when you have that perfect storm scenario, which is the way that alcoholics handle things by escaping, and we drink to escape, a myriad of things that are going on, it's a recipe for disaster. You know, I, I know this. I grew up in a family where my mother was, mom was sick. Mom was sick. My mom, by the way, people ask me, we hear your story, Pat, about your mom committing suicide and age six. And they ask me, did you have anything to learn from your mom? What did you learn from her? They hear me talk about my stepmom a lot. Right, Ellen? So I get, I've recently I've been asked, because I've been doing a lot of talks on this topic. And I was recently asked, is there anything you learned from your mom? She was an addict. She was an alcoholic. And, uh, and we're talking about the opioid crisis like this is new. But let me tell you, my mom, go back a gazillion years. Sure. Back in the day, doctors were giving women prescription drugs like, man, that was easier to get than candy. m &Ms. Yeah, candy. But that hasn't changed. And so they asked me what I learned. And here's the thing that I learned from my mom. This is why I think my mom drank and used. My mom was such a loving loving person. I read this. My dad saved her letters for me. And I, I it confirmed it. I learned how to love openly from my mom. It's the from good her letters. about that. Well, from she actually letters. taught me as a kid, my exposure to her in my early years. Love it, most loving. What was my mom's downfall? One of the most loving people on the planet. She couldn't handle my dad's cheating. My dad's couldn't handle it. So let's talk about what happens. People that drink are human beings. And my gosh, we need to have a chat about that and what that means. Yes. You know, if you read the big book, are we overly sensitive? You bet. Is that a plus and a, and a minus? You bet. Was that my mom? You bet. Was my mom highly created? She was one of the first women of her time to actually own a business storefront. That wasn't, wow. yeah, no kidding, right? Like Italian woman doing it. Yeah, she was it. But let's get at what you're finding is underneath the acceleration in drinking now. Of course. I mean, look, everybody is human. And because these are extraordinary times, we're looking at people that are facing death on a regular basis, the hospital workers, the healthcare workers that are coming home, watching horrific situations that don't know how to cope any other way. So there, there are things to, to be concerned about that way. No matter what, if you have a propensity to abuse alcohol or drugs, this is the most dangerous time. We are seeing it constantly. 
We are seeing people, we're working, I'm working with emergency rooms, with hospitals, trying to lift their burden because people that are coming in normally with alcohol or drug issues, we're trying to place in different areas. But they're human beings. I mean, people that don't have an alcoholic, an alcohol problem or don't have a compulsive problem are still dealing with stress. This is way above normal. Our situation is, is not a normal one. So, so our heart goes out to every single alcoholic and addict. But on the other side of it, understand that many of my clients have taken this time and have said to me, Ellen, there is no better time than right now to stay clean and sober or to be clean and sober. Because the person that we have to answer to is ourselves. So now I am getting a lot of my clients that are in recovery that are actually helping clients and bringing them into treatment. Because now there's no excuse, like you said, not to go to a meeting. You let your fingers do the walking and you can find a meeting anywhere. Not only a home group, but you can go to a place like intherooms.com and find an international meeting and, and go into Portugal or Spain or Paris or London and get into a meeting there. How exciting is that? That the meetings run constantly, 24-7, which is, a, which is really a beautiful thing. So right now there is no excuse not to stay clean and sober. And that, that's the uplifting side. I mean, that's just marvelous. And also understanding that all the medical doctors have told us that any alcohol of any kind, especially in excess, if you're drinking every day, this is not going to help your immune system at all. Oh, and no, no. I mean, you know, one of the things too, I know that you do in talking with people is that you look at this level of, and we should talk about it for a minute. I think everybody is feeling this level of powerlessness in a sense. Um, but that level of powerlessness is already inherent in somebody that suffers from alcohol, alcohol abuse or drug abuse. That sense of powerlessness is already within them. And that is the powerlessness, right, of not being able to, to stop right? Now, compound that with a real day-to-day in your face scenario of powerlessness. That's right. And we're really looking at some exponential numbers across the board. And you said something earlier that we should talk about. People that were not, quote, alcoholic before COVID-19 may find themselves in a little bit of a pickle. That's exactly right because it's very easy to fall into a habit because alcohol is addictive, okay? Smoking marijuana is addictive. Doing drugs is addictive. That's what makes it addictive. Even if you don't have a family history, even if you never were addicted to alcohol before, it doesn't mean that you can't become addicted to alcohol. If you're doing it on a daily basis, if you're drinking to excess, if it's right here, if it can be ordered for you, if you want to escape everything that's that's happening, you can become an alcoholic. People think if they weren't one before, they can't be one now, but that's false. Yeah. Just false. Wow. 
And, you know, you and I are familiar with 12-step recovery. I mean, this is where I based my, um, my recovery. And, and the first step in 12-step recovery for me is understanding that I am powerless over my addiction. My life has become unmanageable. And in that situation, if I choose to look at it in a positive way, then it helps me in this struggle. Because I say to myself, I am comfortable with being powerless. I understand that I cannot pick up a drink or a drug. It is not good for me because it will not serve me at all. And I also understand that there are certain things I have no control over. And one of those things is my alcohol intake, so I don't do it at all. And another one of those things right now is what's going on with COVID-19. <laughs> so I can accept that powerlessness. I can accept that I don't have all the answers. I can accept that I have no control over when this thing is going to end, whether or not it's going to it's going to take hold. All I know is that I can do this one day at a time and I don't have to be alone in that. So some of the principles of staying in recovery work really, really well to handle this COVID-19 crisis. I'll tell you what, they work really, really well for people to live a great life. You know, I, I hope when we come back from break, we can talk about what we're actually seeing from those people that do get help. I, I want to talk with you about you're out there, I'm out there. What are we seeing? The statistics are showing it. They're showing what's going on in families. They're showing the sense of powerlessness. They're showing what's going on for children, which we haven't talked about yet. But when we come back, why would you, should you take better care of yourself now than you ever have before? What right. are they saying about marijuana use right now and COVID-19? That's what you're going to help us with when we come back, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I just want to be clear to people, like if you happen to be one of those people that get admitted and they ask you, are you taking any drugs? Do you smoke? Do you use a, a, a are you vaping? When they ask you those questions, you must tell the truth. We should talk about that when we come back. Sure. Okay. Let's take a break, everybody. We are taking it down right here. This is Recovery Recharge with Ellen Stewart, the pushy broad from the Bronx, and with me, Dr. Pat. I get to do this and have some fun. Are we taking our way through COVID-19? When we come back, Ellen's going to take us on a journey of what it is she's finding and what people should know about staying clean and sober, their immune system, and their lives. We'll be right back. Raising the vibrations through stimulating conversations while exploring the mysteries of Atlantis and Lemuria on Tales from the Mer World Radio with me, Amirabeth. Join us every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be ready to feel empowered and an active part of the changing earth. For more information about me, visit Amirabeth.com. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, 
New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Orika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. Are you ready to awaken to your divine and true potential? Tune in to a Spirited Exchange Radio with me, Carrie Kadambi, every second and fourth Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We discuss the evolution of the modern mind and how the power of awakening, healing, and connecting allows us to step into living a life of love in action. For more information about me, visit TheDivineGuidanceGift.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. Living a richly abundant life sound too good to be true? Listen in to Richly Abundant Women with Julie Steelman on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Embrace a vibrant future of breaking free financially and creating a richly abundant life filled with prosperity and growth. To learn more about Julie Steelman and Richly Abundant Women, visit www.juliesteelman.com. What would you do with the power of community? How do you create your own rituals? Tune in to Living Your Gifts with me, Susan Huff, Ancient Applications for Modern Times, the second Wednesday of each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Our lives begin with the stories we are told and the stories we tell ourselves. Storytelling is the key. To learn more about me, visit LivingYourGifts.com. That's LivingYourGifts.com. This is Ellen Stewart, the Pushy Broad from the Bronx. I am so glad to be here on my show, Recovery Recharged, especially at this time. The name of the show is, Are We Drinking Our Way Through COVID-19? And I'm here with Dr. Pat, and we have come to the same conclusion, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are definitely, everybody out there is drinking their way through COVID-19. Some of the statistics that I gave before were absolutely incredible. In the United States alone, we're up 55% in in, uh, in alcoholic beverage sales. We're up 243% in online sales. Um, this is a very serious problem. We have a serious problem to begin with, and it's called COVID-19. And now, if you add to it the fact that you could really be suffering from addiction or, um, or uh, being an alcoholic, this is not going to help our situation at all. So I want you to take serious stock and I wanted to call your attention to some tips and suggestions to trying to stay clean and sober. And one of those we talked about before the break, and that is to get yourself in front of an online meeting for sure. Just go there. There are a million online meetings and they're all free and they're all available to you. That's Alcoholics Anonymous page or the Narcotics Anonymous page or the Smart Recovery page. There are many, many, many different suggestions. Just say, 
how to stay clean and sober. I want an online meeting. That's all you have to do. And one more thing I wanted to bring out, which was really important. The Pushy Broad from the Bronx, me, Ellen Stewart, is giving free 30-minute sessions to you on my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com. You have a free 30-minute session with me to help you through this most difficult time. So we were also talking, Dr. Pat, about some of the things that you're seeing out there and, and some of the things that people are talking to you about, about how, um, how people are trying to stay clean and sober. Yeah. Well, uh, let, let's just talk about simple things because first of all, you, everybody has a routine of their day. It doesn't matter if you've been employed, you're not employed, you're working from home or like, uh, like my buddy, uh, Gina says, if you're a business of one, it doesn't matter whether you're uh, an executive or you're a hairstylist, it doesn't matter. You have a routine, you know what you do every day, you know how your days are filled and you have it, you get it. You could work at um, right down the street from us, Boeing. Boeing apparently today, I think this is true, Benny would have to correct me, uh, but I heard Boeing has now, I, I don't understand why this was not before. I'm just saying for, for folks out there, I just don't even understand how Boeing was not an essential business, but who am I? I don't know, but they just found out Boeing is. The air people, the people that work on the airplanes, they're essential. So back to work for Boeing, right? I don't know who makes these decisions up, but back to work for Boeing. Our days are not like they've ever been before. That's right. Can you talk about what we can help people with to get some structure in the day. And I'm not just talking, and now I'm talking, maybe you got the kiddos home. Maybe you got the grandkiddos home because, you know, mom and dad are still working from home or mom and mom are still working from home or dad and dad, whatever they are. What do we do to help people with structure? Well, the most important thing, and one of the things that I talk to my recovery clients about is that we do need structure. The first week that all of this happened to all of us, when, no matter what part of the country you were, but the first week that your particular governor turned around and said to you, you must shelter at home, you must shelter in place, everybody was confused, we didn't know what to do, everything was just disrupted, and now that we have begun to be used to our new normal, we have to adapt in order to endure. We have to adapt to survive. And because we have to do that, we have to create our own normalcy in this abnormal situation. And one of the big ways to do that, especially for my recovery people and for all of, uh, all of us that are trying to get some normalcy is to get a schedule, a routine. Make a routine for yourself. The same kind of routine you had when you were out there. You need structure. Structure and accountability is a way that we hold ourselves accountable and we begin to self-discipline. And that's what someone in recovery does. We have structure and accountability. So if you're at home and you are watching this and you are watching someone not maintain structure, no matter what you're trying to do, or you're seeing your children vaping a little bit or trying to leave the house or 
they're they're getting strange phone calls in the middle of the night or you you watch their patterns they want to eat they don't want to eat they're eating too much or they're not eating enough patterns that are different from what you have normally seen then this is cause for an alarm and because of that you need help and that's why i'm offering my free 30 minute kind of a kickoff for covid-19 there is a place to go to get help and i'm here to help you so well, that's a- this is one of those situations where my famous saying of mine is you don't know what i don't i don't know what i don't know this is a scenario that we don't know what we don't know it was interesting i, I had a really big chit chat with somebody over the weekend um, because I find myself in an interesting place. Benny will tell you this. this. This may seem odd, what I'm about to say, but this is what happens. I know for me that there are things that I have normally done prior to COVID-19 <clears throat> that help balance the chemical imbalance in my brain. I know that. Like what? Right? Give us an example. I, if I don't play, Jessica, if she's listening, she, Jessica and Linda will tell you, uh, if I don't play table tennis four, minimally four times a week, whatever that does to endorphins, I, I don't even know the physical language, but we now know what, we know what ping pong does for people with dementia and Alzheimer's. So we already know scientifically, and I know this about myself and you can't go play just like everybody else out there that can't go do that thing which gives them that balance right but here i am i have the opportunity to lease a ping pong table a table tennis table from sears right i haven't done it yet why why because You know what this is like? It's like for people that have Lyme disease and they get brain fog. And we try to talk to people that are not well to take their medication and they can't because they're not well enough to know to take it. But these are times where the best of us cannot make decisions on our own behalf to help us. This is why you've got to talk to people. Even me, me, I have to talk to people. Because in the world, I make multi-million dollar decisions on a regular basis, buying airtime for the company technology. And someone said to me the other day, Helen, are you kidding me? This is the way they said it. Are you kidding me? Are you blank, blank, blank language kidding me? You cannot decide whether you should buy a table, better let lease a table and a robot for yourself, Pat? What are you waiting for? Can you see this though? This is a simple example. Now, why does that got to do with anything we're talking about? These are difficult times to make decisions that would otherwise be a drop in the bucket to do. Exactly, and 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 you are someone that practice, practices being clean and sober just like me. So if it's difficult for us under these circumstances, imagine how much more difficult it would be making a decision if on top of all this stress, you're drinking or drugging. It's impossible. Oh, absolutely. Actually, to be honest with you, all right, let's just talk. Let's just talk story now. Be honest with you. If I was drinking right now, I wouldn't have measured the room to see if it would fit. 
because I did this. I bought a I bought a pool table for a room that it didn't fit in. So here, this would be me. I wouldn't be thinking about, well, is it okay? How am I going to get it in from the garage? I wouldn't have called them to say, do you actually deliver it to the back? I wouldn't have said, I'm not going to be able to put this together. I would have just gone online and I would have guaranteed I'd have bought two or three of them. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yeah, right. And one of them would have, re would have replaced your bed because it would have been in the bedroom. That's I exactly that. right. I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I absolutely. But we need yeah. to take a step back and know that there's help. Even if you think this is a silly decision to call Ellen for, it's not. It's absolutely not because I'm getting those calls all the time and, and you need to watch this. And the truth of the matter is that basically the entire country is not moving at all until May 1st and maybe even more than that. Nobody knows. And we're not going to come all out at once and emerge May 1st and all of a sudden everything's going to be fine. Today is only the 13th. We have a good three weeks left to, to adjusting to this. So you do have to reach out and connect. That's what this is all about. And over and over again, you'll hear everybody say, we may be physically distancing, but that's all we are. We still are socially together. We're connecting. I can see you. You can see me. 15 years ago, we would not have been able to be as connected as we are today. There was no Zoom. There was no Skype. There was very little text, okay? We would have been relegated to the landline for the most part. So look how lucky we are that we can do all these things. I can reach out and see you. I may not be able to reach out and touch you, but I can still see you and, 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 and relate to you. Connection is so important today. And that's what alcoholics and addicts need. We need connection. So and, connect know, with me. Exactly. And guess what? It's, it's, let me just tell you what kinds of things we need help with. Something as simple as filling out an application for funding. Right? Now, why am I even saying that? Look it. I'm pretty good at what I do, and so are all of you listening. But even me, what happens in these times, we're feeling extra stressed, we're a little bit on it, whatever that is. I have to have Linda read the form. And I went over this form, Ellen, five times. So I give it to Linda to re read, and Linda goes through it and says, why did you check this box off? Like, as no. I said, what do you mean? It says, are the people that are working for you, is their principal place the United States? Why did you check no? <laughs> Why? This is the impact of what's happening now. Exactly. Do I know that everybody that's working with me are from, that they're from the US? I mean, I have people that are not, but the payroll people, yes, they're in the United States. I'm the only one from Mars. <laughs> at least during this, I completely understand. But this is where, uh, look, at, as a recovery coach, not only do I help the people that are struggling, but I help the people that are struggling with the people who are struggling, okay? That's what I do. But because you have recovery behind you, remember some basic principles. And I wanna, you know, when I talk and maybe leave some people with this, when you are in recovery, you need to strengthen your recovery now more than ever and strengthen your resolve. And that means to work your program around what's happening here, to understand what you have control 
control over and what you don't have control over, to understand that connection and unity is the most important thing because we cannot do this alone. That's what this is all about. Connect, connect, connect. Connect with me as a recovery coach. Connect with online meetings. Connect with your therapist. Connect with your family. Reach out, touch them, call them. Connect with your sponsor. Connect with the people around you. You know what that's like because isolation is a killer of all things. Are we making any headway? Let me ask you this because this is me contemplating the whole weekend for, for a lot of reasons. But some days I'm not sure if I'm making any headway helping folks. And then I have a day that I had yesterday with someone. We can't lose the faith. You're sensing the work that you're doing might be saving lives. This show is probably going to save some lives, right? I am hoping so, because one of the things we learn in recovery is to connect with our spirituality, to connect with our higher power. And, And I don't mean necessarily on a religious basis, but if you want to use this as connecting with God and faith and spirituality, by all means, this program is open to it. But I'm talking about connecting with the human spirit. The spirit of connection in that way will really help us grow. And I understand there are some days that that are very, very tough because I'm concerned that when we come out of this, there will be more alcoholics and addicts. But then I have a day like also I had yesterday where one of my clients turned around and said to me, Ellen, there is no better time to stay clean and sober than right now. If this was going to be my time, this is the time to embrace recovery because the tools of recovery will help me get through this. And the tools of recovery help me get through this too. Because we understand patience and tolerance and not doing it alone. And most importantly, right now, living in the one day at a time. Yeah, boy. Yep. Right? I can't I worry about what's going to happen May 1st. I can't worry about, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't, who knows what's going to happen to me tomorrow. I just have here and now with you sharing and connecting in a way that helps us both stay clean and sober, that helps the world stay clean and sober just because we're talking about it. Yeah, you've got it. Well, look, let's take a minute, Ellen. I think for people that are listening, they should really be able to have access to uh, pretty much everything you have. You do a podcast, you do this show. Would you let folks know, one, how do they listen if they want, but more importantly, how do they get a hold of you? Because this is the thing. We have to be able to get a hold of people. You know, those of us that are filling out all these financial forms, we cannot get a hold of like a person, but they can get a hold of you. They can get a hold of me. And if you just want to de-stress, if you just want to simmer down a little bit, if you want to talk about addiction, if you want to talk about your mental situation, I'm here for you. I've got a free 30-minute appointment with me online via Zoom. Here it is. Get a pencil and paper, write it down. My 800 toll-free number is 800-889-1757. It's 800-889-1757. Go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com. You can't miss it. It's easy to remember, pushybroadfromthebronx.com. You can click on the link that says free 30-minute session with the Pushy Broad. It's right in the middle there. 
Also, this show I do with Dr. Pat every second Mondays, my recovery recharge show. You can find it on my website. You can find all my shows on Transformation Talk Radio under one of the, one of the hosts. And I'm here for a while. I'm not going anywhere. Yep. Dr. Pat and I are going to be yep. together for a long yep, time. Yep, we are. Yeah. And also every single Wednesday, Pushy Broad from the Bronx does a show, a podcast show on any podcast station you want. Everybody needs a little push. And this coming Wednesday, I'm doing a show. Are we eating our way through COVID-19? Okay. Uh, is that like a question? That's what we're doing. That's uh, is question. that like a question? Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm telling you, that's it. Hey, listen, you know, this is really we're all going to learn from this. You know, one of the panic calls I got this weekend was from someone who her boss, not notified her, but she's already been on furlough, whatever you want to call it. But the boss, how should I say it, planted the seed that she and a bunch of other people will probably not get invited back. And see, we're not even talking about those folks, right? See, there's stress, and then there's stress, and then there's drinking and stress. Yes. We have to offer people a place and a voice to say, we will help you get through this. That's what you're doing, Ellen. Absolutely. And this, no matter what, is a time for self-reflection, excuse me, a time for self-reflection. Yeah. If you are not doing it now, when are you going to do it? You have the yeah. time. You can look at yourself and say, I've got to clear this up. I yeah. have to take the time because life is precious. And if we have been taught anything, that's it. Staying alive, staying clean and sober, giving our all and changing the stuff in our lives that really need to be changed. And one of those things is learning what it's like to really appreciate life for what it is. So I am here to help. Dr. Pat, I'm so thrilled that we had the opportunity yeah, thank to you. do this today. Thank All you. Right? Tell people when they're gonna be able to hear the show on Are We Eating Our Way? Okay, we're eating our way through COVID-19 and that's this coming Wednesday, 2 p.m. Pacific. 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on Transformation Talk Radio, as always. So I can't wait for you to wow. tune in for that as well. Okay. All right. Yeah, I love it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning us in and turning us on. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to Recovery Recharged with Certified Life and Recovery Coach Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Don't miss your next opportunity to let me help you recharge your recovery, let go of your secrets, and change the way you think, feel, and act right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com.